This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. From MPB Think Radio, this is AutoCorrect. Welcome. We are helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hey, Liz. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Awesome. Well, today we're going to talk about parallel parking between your vehicle repair questions. Do you dread it? Uh, You know, I've seen one meme, and it was uh, how to pair little park step one park somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) but then other people are you know really proud of it Uh, i lived in chicago for five years and you you parked or you walked you you just you that's all the only thing you could do um so you're really good at it oh i pride myself on it but you know there are some people i this is what i want to hear from if you've got the parking assist on your new car i've i've never been in a car that has had it i've watched a youtube video of them doing it. I would love to hear about people's experiences with the parking assist. So we want to hear about you. So call in. Our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. We're going to have a bunch of uh, YouTube links on this podcast webpage. Our webpage is autocorrect dot mpbonline.org and it's interesting the different ways they teach you for parallel parking some of them each have a little gimmick um, so you know find the one that that best fits for you but there there's so there's lots of tips and tricks and some of the videos are only about three minutes so if you've got three minutes watch okay. a watch a YouTube video uh, the first thing you do is make sure you have one and a half car link spaces to park uh, that's that's okay. my that's my downfall right there I always think I can squeeze, squeeze in, it in to yeah. a tiny one yeah okay number two when you're a Alongside the front parked car, look over your shoulder until you can see the front parked car's bumper in your back side window. Figure out somehow to gauge that your back bumpers are even, or if you're the same size vehicle, if your side view mirrors are the same. And so if you're a little bit longer, then your side view mirror needs to be in front of the parked car. If you're a little shorter, your side view mirror needs to be about a little behind the parked car. Then you're going to turn your wheel to the right and angle back, looking into your left side mirror until you can see the front roadside bumper of the rear parked car. And that's when you know you've angled enough. Then you turn the wheel left to straighten out and back straight in. And this is a cute little guide until your right front side mirror blocks their turn signal light. Huh. And okay. and then you know uh, you've you're straight in enough, 
and then you turn the wheel to the left to get your car parallel to the curb and use your right side mirror to sight down the curb or down the edge of the road. So we don't get a curb bite and right. mess up those pretty rims. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know, it used to be cars had those little feelers. Have you ever seen huh? one of those? It looks like a wire mm. coat hanger on a, really? on a spring that would poke out from... Not from the wheel, but somewhere around the wheel well, Mm -hmm. so that it was a curb feeler. So you could like hear or it would scratch, so you'd know if you got close to a curb. I've never seen that. We'll have to put a picture. We'll find a picture of that to put on there, too. Yeah. But uh, if you've got parking assist or you uh, feel like you're a good parallel parker, we'd love to hear from you. But also, as we do every single week, Allison is here, and she is just itching to help steer you in the right direction with some of your vehicle repair questions. Let's go ahead and go to Tina. Tina, we're so glad that you have called in to uh, AutoCorrect today. From go ahead. Indiana. Well, I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> wow. Um, I, a very interesting question. I travel a lot for business, and I'm in a rental car almost every week, so it's like 50 first dates. You know, you never know oh, yeah. what the features are going to be. And uh, the parking assist, I'm not a fan. A lot of them, as soon as you put the car in reverse, the side view mirrors will go down. Well, huh. you, know, you can see what's on the ground, but you can't see what's behind you. And quite honestly, it makes me dizzy. So I usually turn that feature off. Uh, backup cameras, I'm a big fan of. Uh, you know, the, the 360 view, it, it really helps you get the, the complete panorama of what's going on behind you. Um, so not a fan of parking assist, but a, a big fan of, of parking cameras or backup cameras. Uh, as far as uh, parallel parking, I, I am very good at it. I've driven lots of things. I ran a moving company and, you know, drove a moving truck. And and uh, just a very simple training that we got in, in driver's training many, many years ago was if you turn until you are looking down the back bumper of the car in front of the spot you're trying to back into and then make your adjustment it's you know just it's just geometry it's, it's just geometry you know it's just like making a wide turn uh if you if you just turn the wheel until you are looking down the back side of and that was very similar to the instruction that allison gave you know when your uh, side view mirror obscures the parking signal of the or the parking light at the rear so it's it's old advice but it's good advice and it it does work yeah, yeah, Tina, my mom uh, is scared to use the automatic parallel parking. But, yeah, the rear view camera, you know how it has like a, a, a couple of yellow rectangles? It kind of yeah. curves and it shows if you're backing up and you're turning, it'll show yeah. you where you're going to go. So that yeah. that is fun to, to look at where you mm-hmm. can get an assist, but it doesn't do it automatically. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of the automatic. I, I, I want to be in control of that, but I really appreciate those uh, those little yellow square. You know, you get two trajectories. You know, the direction the car is going and the direction the wheels are are turning. So. I, I appreciate that. I value that. Well, Tina, and I'm I'm proud of you for being so adaptable from going to rental car to rental car. <laughs> I don't know if rental cars usually keep the owner's manual in the glove box, but we're big fans of always reading the owner's manual. And, you know, even on my car, sometimes I'll have to pull it out yeah. to, to look. Well, now, what does this button do? Know, it's funny, funny you would say that because the car I'm in, I could not figure out how to turn on the uh, uh the cruise control and that 
you know, that's a, when you're driving places you're not familiar, you know, it's, it's <laughs> really imperative. Yeah, it used to be on the right side of the law, you know. And this, uh, this one did not have the owner's manual in it. Last week it did, and I had a question about, the, I think, how to put fuel in the car or something. But, but I was able to Google this car. Hooray. Got, got the instructions online. Google, so I tell you. All right, Tina, thank you so much. We are so glad that you called into our show this morning. Well, thanks for taking my call. All right. We're going to keep Indiana. on the phones and go to John in Jackson. John, thanks for being a part of AutoCorrect this morning. Go ahead. Thank you. I love the show. And uh, just a uh, quick question before my comments is, uh, Allison cites the lady mechanic. S- say again. Is Allison's Facebook the lady mechanic? The lady auto mechanic, yes. That's my Facebook I'm, page. All right, well, I've got a lot that needs to be done. I'll get to it eventually. Awesome. Uh, I, I, I love your show. Uh, look, i got a couple comments. One, when I was 16... And getting my driver's license, the uh, acid test was being able to parallel park. Huh? I'm thinking. I don't think I had to do that. I, I did. My... I learned it in driver's ed. I didn't yeah. have to do it. And the... then my three kids on their driver's test, they haven't had to do it uh, in the 2000s. But, I think that's yeah. a good thing well, to do, was, though. Uh, this is back right after the dinosaurs and. They really hard, really, really hard parallel park was when I got my uh, commercial bus driving license and I had to parallel park a, bus, a school bus. Uh, yeah, that always amazes me. We went on a, a, a vacation this summer, and we were in a number of cruise, you know, uh, yeah. b- big buses, uh, tour buses, and to see right. them parallel park that, it's just amazing. Good yeah, for you, John. I got pretty good at it, but it wasn't easy. But anyway, thanks for your show. Oh, well, well thanks thank for listening. Yeah, John, we're glad that you're part of our show. And uh, we want to remind all of our listeners, we'd love to have you call in. We're going to continue our discussion of parallel parking and technology and or know-how when we come back from our break. If you have a problem with your vehicle, Allison is available to help. Call us at one 877 MPB ring. That's 1-877-672-7464. You could also send us an email. Our address is auto at mpbonline.org. Is your car under recall? We'll have a list of ones that are when we come back. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. 
For details, visit mpbonline.org slash cartag. We'll see you on the road. Welcome back to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Now, if you can't listen to our show all the way through live, we hope you'll find our podcasts. It is uh, nice and cool in the mornings, and I'm walking my dog, and that's when I love to listen to podcasts. And remember, podcasts are just audio recordings out there in the world that you can listen to on your phone or on your tablet. And uh, AutoCorrect is one of the podcasts. Here are the recalls for the week. There are approximately 7,200 model year 2019-2020 Chevrolet Silverado 1500s and GMC Sierra 1500 pickup trucks equipped with the Advantage Tri-Fold To-Know covers. I'd never heard of this, a To-Know cover. Uh, I guess it's... um, I think it's it's some kind of cover for your bed, your truck bed. And uh, there's a problem with that. So dealers will provide a cover tether kit with improved instructions <laughs> and additional labeling. Because people aren't putting this cover on correctly, and then it's breaking. Blowing, probably blowing off when yeah. you're going down yeah. the road. So that's uh, for the Silverados and the Sierras. The 2018s through 2020 Audis Q5s and SQ5, dealers will replace the four clips securing the forward part of the rear wheel arch trim for free. So you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recalls, and inputting your VIN number. We're talking about parallel parking. Are you a fan? Do you pass up a spot until you can pull head in? But we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Um, we're going to put on our web page, autocorrect.com dot mpbonline.org we're going to put on this show about parallel parking some videos that i watched on facebook on uh, youtube about the parking assist i I don't have a parking assist on my car oh no yeah i don't and i've not i've not been in one but uh, there was one that i that i looked and i guess you the car has a sensor, and it, you, it scans for available parking sc- spots. So as you're cruising the street looking for a parking spot, you push a button, and it, it puts on the like a P with some parallel lines on either side of it, and it starts sensing out the side. I guess you could do left or right. Uh, it didn't mention that in the video, but it starts sensing on the right hand side. And then when you it, you get a, a chime and the message center lets you know when it finds a spot, then you put the car in reverse and you lift your hands off the wheel. But you can operate the brake in the gas and it does it in about 15 to 30 seconds. That's amazing. Yeah, the, the video is pretty neat to watch. Let's go ahead and we've got yeah. a couple calls. We'll go to Joy, who's calling in from Brookhaven. Joy, thanks for calling in today um, for AutoCorrect. Go ahead. 
Okay, I've got a, a 2004 Chevy Silverado pickup truck. Um, when I start it, I get a big cloud of white smoke out of the exhaust. And um, the truck seems to run real well. And uh, all gauges are where they're supposed to be. Okay, well, uh, um, that's generally you've got some coolant getting into your engine. And um, and so when you're starting it up, it's sitting in there, the coolant, and then it burns it off right away. And so that's why you get that, that smoke at startup. The other thing, make sure it's not just vapors from the cold outside. That can cause like a, a vapor more, more like it looks like a cloud. But do you do you think it's the vapor? Or are you for sure it's it's like it's smoking? It's, it's like a smoke. It happens at all hours. Okay. All different hours and all different weather. Yeah, all, all different temperatures. Then you, you've got a little coolant leak somehow, and so the coolant that circulates in your engine is somehow getting into your combustion chamber. So you could have either a head gasket that's messed up, or a crack in the head, or crack in the engine block where it's the water mains inside the engine where it's getting into your combustion chamber. So it could be that could be serious. Um, but if everything's running okay, you, you can use a stop leak on something like that that might help. Um, this is one of the situations where it may. So that's something to think about and maybe try. And it's the cooling system stop leaks on there. And uh, there's certain types of leaks that you can you can use this stuff for, like a little crack in the head or something like that. It'll actually help seal that up. And maybe you won't get as much smoke anymore before you go in and do any repairs. If it's the engine or the head, that's an expensive repair. A uh, head gasket is a little bit expensive to fix if that's what it is. But you'd have to have someone... Um, look at it and diagnose it there's a little tester thing you can do to see if it's the head gasket um and so that's one way to look at it but that's what you're facing with that joy okay thank you so much and uh, i appreciate it and i really enjoy your program thank you thanks for listening joy we're so it. glad that you called in and allison was able to to give you some tips we're talking about parallel parking we'd like to hear are you a fan do you love your automatic parallel parking i want to hear someone talk about using the assist but yeah. we're also taking your vehicle repair questions allison volunteers here each week mm -hmm. to come and do this out of the goodness of her heart because she's a sweetie mm -hmm. our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four or you could email us auto at mpbonline.org. We've got another call. Let's go to V, who's calling in from Waynesboro. V, thanks for much, so much for calling in today. Go ahead. Yes, I enjoy your show. I have uh, three um, questions here. I um, um, bumped something and I broke my um, rear view mirror on the no, I broke my mirror on the um, left side of the driver. Should I replace it with a used one or a new one? You could get a used one for that uh, easily. Yeah, that that would be one that would be a good part to get used if you can get one. So, that, yeah, I do recommend a used one on that. 
where would I look? You would call a junkyard. Call a junkyard, and they'll they'll mail it to you. And usually, it's for a pretty good price. Um, they network together. If they don't have it at theirs, they'll get it from another one and ship it to you. Um, uh, another thing you do, you can go to pull apart, and that's where you pull the parts yourself. If you have someone that can do that, or if you can, and you you take it off yourself. Side view mirrors are generally generally easy to replace. Yes. Um, as far as um, parallel parking, I need to update. Could I go to the um, driver's um, where you pick up the driver's license and get someone to um, practice there with me? Or I, I, you know, that's that's something that I think would, it should be offered is driving lessons. I actually teach driving lessons. Um, but I don't know anyone that does that or or way to hire someone like, you know, a, a city official or someone who does that. I've, I've never heard of that. But you'd think maybe a driver's ed teacher or something like that would be available. I'm, I'm not real sure. That's something we'd have to check into. You, you might call your school district to see if they have, uh, if they teach it in the school, if there's an instructor who, you know, could, could help you out uh, uh, one afternoon. Yeah. Sure. Um, and how to practice at home? You probably could. You might, well, find a parking you'd have lot. To put two, two car. There you go. Find a parking lot or. Um, you could bring. We don't have a yeah. whole lot of parallel parking in, in this area here. Yeah, lots Not of really. places don't. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. Get a laundry hamper or uh, yeah. a couple of them. Set it up the size of a car mm-hmm. so that you have your bumper references. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, go, lots of downtown areas have parallel parking. Maybe if you go downtown on a Sunday morning, yeah. then they're. they're uh, you wouldn't have got cars have to guide bit. you, but uh, you'd have the the paint on the on the ground. That or go to New Orleans for a weekend and drive, <laughs> and because there's parallel parking all over New Orleans. So, okay, thank you. Oh, uh, you're helpful. you're welcome, V. We hope we could help you a little bit. Let's go Indeed. to oh, good. Right. Let's go to Shirley, who's calling in from Starkville. Thanks for calling into AutoCorrect today, Shirley. Go ahead. Hi, and thank you so very much for your show. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> okay, so when I got my license, one of the most difficult things to do was, was parallel parking. So my dad had a long vehicle, you know, those old Chrysler cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so um, I used to go out into the parking lot. Uh, I lived here university and would um, you know practice out there and, but I ended up having to get my uncle's shorter vehicle <laughs> before I you know to get it right so uh, that's something that person might try is a shorter vehicle um, but I think at the top of the show you mentioned auto assist devices and you want to comp about that yeah we'd love it if any if you if you've got one if you've uh, had experience with that we'd love to hear about it okay not not with the uh, not with the parallel parking but I'll tell you I am really a fan of the the uh, backup cameras yeah mm-hmm. uh, uh, I tell you I think they're just lifesavers and the fact that uh, the vehicle beeps if someone, uh, if a human is walking behind your vehicle, 
or if a um, another vehicle, you know, is is near where you're trying to back up. The other is the the light and the the uh, sound that you get if someone is in your blind spot. Oh, okay. Oh, so a blind spot sensor. Yeah. I like spot. that. I get yeah. nervous about blind spots, and especially with uh, motorcycles because they're so little, you can't see them very well. Right, uh, exactly. And so, so and your I car get, has get, that. Yeah, and I, and I get nervous about being in a you know a huge parking lot, you know, a big shopping center or whatever, and sometimes people just back up. Well, uh, you know, it, it lets you know if somebody uh, when you're getting ready to back out of your parking space. If someone is there, because I mean, it gets really loud. It, it gets louder by the second. So interesting. Um, what kind of car is this that you're driving? This is a, a Rogue, a Nissan Rogue. Okay, yeah, I know Nissan is really trying to push having all the new technology in all their cars. Everyone is, but it seems like Nissan has jumped on it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, this is a 2019. In fact. I, I had a 2015, but I discovered after I had bought it that it didn't have an auto automatic lift gate. Uh, that's another. Uh, I ended up injur- injuring my shoulder, so uh, the automatic lift gate is also, uh, you know, wonderful. Okay, so you've got that on the new one. It's something they yeah. they updated. Right. Sounds like you got a nice vehicle. Uh, well, I have. I, uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't know if I was supposed to mention brand names. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's perfectly uh, yeah, okay. It's, yeah, it's a Nissan Rogue, and uh, I'm just pleased as much to have that you guys have a female-headed mechanic show. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's awesome, and I, I appreciate this opportunity so much to do this. It's amazing. So thank you so much. My dad used to work on cars, and I just I rue the day that I didn't watch what he was doing more closely, so that yeah. I would know more things myself. But he did always tell me, you know, to keep my oil changed mm-hmm. so that my car could stay lubricated well. And uh, I learned how to drive on the standard shift so that I'll always know how to drive a vehicle. That's awesome. And, and so you got that down, and that's like some of the most important parts, so you've got it. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that or don't know to change the oil or when it's due, and they don't. They just don't do it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, Thank you, Shirley. Shirley. Thank you for calling in. Uh, we're talking about parallel parking, and we're taking your car repair questions after the break. Our number is one eight seven seven. MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. But you could also send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. Allison's just great about getting those email replies, and if I'm great about sending them to her. <laughs> What's an unreliable car not to buy? We'll get to that after the break. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. 
The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert, and I'm Liz Gill. And I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. Now, Consumer Reports has a list of vehicles that have a record of much worse than average overall reliability based on subscriber responses to their annual auto survey. Today, we're going to caution you about the Cadillac SRX, the 2018 and 2019. The most reported problem with this is water in the lights. That's... Uh, pain that sounds they're not sealed up properly i guess i guess so so please consider reading up on the reliability of this car before purchasing it as a used car suggests consumer reports carcomplaints.com is another resource for unreliable car lists and if you're interested in reviews of new cars casey williams is the automotive correspondent for wfyi a public radio station in indianapolis he has reviewed cars and covered the auto industry for over 25 years his review this week is on the 2019 bmw m2 we're talking about parallel parking but we are also taking your car repair questions we have full phone lines now so we're just going to get right to it let's start up in memphis with shanice shanice we're so glad you've called in to autocorrect today go ahead hi hi there yeah we can what's your question or comment well great happy thursday um i'm calling i have a question about my uh, 2017 hyundai santa fe i uh, recently lost my job and i'm in need of an oil change and is there any economical way to kind of make sure my car or my truck is oiled without spending big bucks on an oil change? Can I just pour a couple of quarts in, or what can I do to kind of hold me over for a couple of months? Um, Don't put any more oil in it, but you can check the oil and see if it needs any, and you do that when the car is cold check your oil level you get the most accurate read on there and it needs to be between the two dots usually that's they have dots on the dipstick and usually the engine oil dipstick is yellow um so to uh, i imagine that that has synthetic oil in it with it being such a later model it may have a longer oil change interval than what you're used to it can go 7500 to 10,000 miles well, my oil light came on, and I'm concerned. I'm just really worried. Okay. Usually that's just a reminder. It doesn't know for sure if you actually need oil, unless yours has the countdown like how uh, BMW does. It'll it'll tell you the life of the oil that's left. And it, basically it's just a numbers game. It doesn't actually – there is no sensor that actually checks the – how your oil is doing and if it's gotten old or not so you just need to look at it yourself if it's getting too black then it's time to change yours may still still be like a brown color 
a kind of like a, a opaque or translucent ish brown color and then it, it should be okay for a little while longer till you get where you can get another oil change. Allison, how could Shanice judge if she could change her own oil when it's time? If, if she can. Um, what, what, what's needed for someone to change their own oil? You just you just need usually uh, a little socket set that you can get from the from the auto parts store or from uh, you know big box store and just get an automotive toolkit. They run they run you can get a little socket set from ten dollars and go up, and the sky's the limit because they have all kinds of different tool sets and uh, a drain pan and that's that's maybe all that she would need maybe an oil filter wrench. If hers is on there too tight, and that's it, so that's possible. Shanice, are you game to try to change your own oil? Is there a YouTube video, th- probably, th- for that? Well, I'm game and trying it myself. I'm just, I guess, the things that are traditionally, um, I've leave, left it up to a mechanic to do. I'm, I'm willing to change it because of uh, my financial situation. But, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty much up to changing it. Um, now, push came to shop. If it was low today, can I just put a couple of quarts in it and change it later? Or is it, would you recommend that? Was it, was it on the bottom dot of the dipstick? Well, I haven't checked it just yet. I just okay. know that my light came on and I was panicked. Okay, check your level yourself to know whether you need to put oil in it or not and go from there cuz it may that may just be a hey check it out light not particularly that it's low level. They do have level sensors sometimes when your oil gets low. I don't know if it's that light or if it's just a reminder maintenance light. Okay. So if it's between the dots, it should be fine. Now, if it's under a certain dot, just go ahead and Yeah, that bottom dot. Mhm. Okay, and okay, and just just go ahead and try to do it myself. I would yeah, think. I would Google um, how to check your oil too if you if you're not quite comfortable with it, and uh, to go over that, and that way you know what condition your oil is in. Um, also, there's uh, plenty of videos. Google like that. for coupons. I know coupons. lots of oil change. Uh, stores, yeah. they'll have nationally have coupons that you can download yeah. to your phone, and that uh, that you can you know get ten dollars yeah. off or ten percent off or something. And a lot of auto or well, the old change places have ladies' days on Wednesday. I believe is is kind of like the the general day of when they do ladies' day, and you get a discount on that. So that's good too. Oh, thank you. That's very helpful. Shanice, I with I haven't gotten to go to what's the Swedish furniture store that they have in Ikea, but they've had studies that said when you do things yourself, you feel more empowered and and it boosts you and you appreciate your 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 endeavor more so maybe maybe an oil change is in your future it maybe that'll if you if you watch the videos and you feel like this is something you could do once you do it once you've got it so it's it's pretty easy that's very encouraging thanks ladies oh you're welcome we're so glad that you called in let's now go to saltillo and talk to ronnie ronnie thanks for calling in to autocorrect today go ahead well, good to talk to you. I saw you guys on uh, my MPB magazine several. Well, it's been a while back, and um, 
I'm an old guy, so I can say this. Y'all look good. <laughs> but but anyway, um, I, I just had a comment about parallel parking. Um, I treat parallel parking like I do my in-laws. I try to avoid it whenever possible. The, there, um, there are those and then others who seek it as a game to be conquered. But uh, what, whatever floats your boat or parks your car. Well, I tell you what, the, the reason I hate parallel parking, I know how to do it. I'm fairly decent at it. But the reason I hate it is you park and then you get back to your vehicle and, and people have parked so close to your bumpers you can't get out. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So people out there parallel parking, be aware of how much space you're leaving for everyone else and to try to be in the center of your space. I see that a lot, too, and drives me crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but now if it's my mother-in-law's car, feel free to block her in. And, um, <laughs> now, we're, we're, we're not going to tell her you said that, Ronnie. Hopefully she's um, going to I'm using an alias. <laughs> I'm using an alias. <laughs> hey, you guys have fun. I tell you what, I wish I were young. I'm an old guy. I wish I was still working. I used to do some promotion. I'd like to see your show syndicated mother public radio i do i would love to also yeah that um that would be really really cool let's, ho- let's hope it does yeah mm-hmm. okay good good okay i thank you i thank you guys would be great i appreciate well, you, you listening to me oh well, all right ronnie we're glad that you called in let's now go to brandon and josh has called in josh thanks for calling into autocorrect today go ahead thank you um I was a first-time listener, and uh, I love the show so far, so I appreciate it. And um, well, thanks, I have Josh. a 2001 Chevy 1500 Silverado truck, and every time I get out, I change my own oil, and every time I get out of the truck, kind of smell oil. You know, I know it has a small oil leak, but, and I change my own oil, like I said, and use synthetic uh, oil. And the person I bought it from actually uh, maintained the truck very well. Um, but would it be time to maybe change the gaskets? Possibly. The guy actually replaced the plug on the, the oil plug on the uh, oil pan itself. Okay. But yeah. it, well, you look I, at the engine and see if it's coming from the top of the engine, like up under the valve cover. And if it's not, go lower. Go go to where the oil line starts and try to figure out it could be like the oil sensor oil pressure sensor on the uh, engine those will leak real easily so that's a common area for a oil leak to happen so there it was real easy to tell where they're coming from but if is it is it up on top of the engine like up under the valve cover gasket or is it lower the oil build up. I think, I think it's lower actually. Okay. Uh, I, I don't see oil on top. I actually, when I change my oil, you know, it's it's built up a little bit at the bottom, but not bad. And before I do my oil change, my you know um, oil light comes on like I'm low in oil. You know what I mean? So I have to add a cool oil. So, like I said, I know it leaks, but it's not drastically. You know, so. Um, Wonder if it's burning a little oil, maybe. That's a possibility. But it's not smoking. That's, no, it's not. That's, that's good. Thing. That's really it's good. Not smoking at all. You're just going to have to check it out and get on there and look at what's that. Smell. Yeah. Hmm, maybe it's dripping onto the exhaust pipe or something like that. That's possible. 
in, yeah. in making a well, funky smell. Yeah, maybe that would be something I could get a lady mechanic to look at. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. There's a few around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate your advice. Yeah, no problem. Uh, that's all I have. Thanks for calling. Um, and I have a Harley also. If you you know if you do Harley work, so <laughs> I I have worked on uh, motorcycles and ATVs, lawnmowers and stuff. And motor's a motor. <laughs> well, uh, thank that you. Would be, that would be something to look at. So cool. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Josh. We appreciate you calling in. We're discussing parallel parking, and when we come back from the break, we'll take Marsha and John's calls. We're taking your repair questions our number is 1-877-MPB-RING that's 1-877-672-7464 you can send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org so what's coming up this week we'll find out from allison this is autocorrect on mpb think radio to autocorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is Ophira Eisenberg, host of NPR's Ask Me Another. Do you have an extra car that you wash more than most people go to the dentist? Well, save some time and some water and donate it to us. Think about it. Rather than it sitting there taking up space, your extra car could be making public radio. And when you donate it here, you may also qualify for a tax deduction. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show on our website, autocorrect.mpbonline.org. That's one way. Two is the MPB Public Media app. Three is our podcast. So, Allison, what have you got going on this weekend? This weekend, we have the last autocross for Mississippi Region SCCA in Columbus, Mississippi. So we'll be at the Air Force Base there this weekend. I'll be racing my friend's Corvette, and I'm super, super excited about that. So two days of racing a vet, not a bad weekend. Ooh, is it the new Corvette with the mid-engine something or another? We've done schooled Liz. Um, no, it's it's an older one, but it's there. It's an awesome car. It's it's awesome. But yeah, that's cool. You know that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking when we had Roddy Merritt on and we oh, were yeah. talking about yeah. the new cars, he was all excited about the new Corvettes. Yes, yes. And for people who maybe have who are car enthusiasts, where can they find out about a? Is it cars and coffees? Uh, cars and coffee. Cars and coffee. Is, are those mm-hmm. usually on Facebook? Yes. Yes. It's okay. all networked through Facebook. Um, and our autocross is networked through, through Facebook, too. So we have the Mississippi Region SCCA 
is the page for uh, on Facebook for the autocross. And then Cars and Coffee, you'll see different ones. Cars and Coffee Ridgeland, Cars and Coffee Hattiesburg, Cars and Coffee Primos. And uh, the, the Cars and Coffee Primos and the one in Ridgeland, those are the two main ones that we have here. And then they have some others, too. They have like a Porsche one this weekend. And but they have so them all over all, the state. Yeah, it's all over the world. Okay. Yeah, that's that's just the car thing. Yeah. Cars and coffee in the morning, eight o'clock, bright and early. Oh, all right. Well, I'm Liz Gill, and I'm here with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. We're going to take a couple more calls to finish out our day. Let's go to Marsha in Jackson. Marsha, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. What's your question or comment? I've got a couple comments. One is I just want her Allison to know that one of my favorite movie characters is the Marissa Tom- uh, Tomei character in My Cousin Vinny. Oh, we 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 love that one too. Posse Track. She was talking about Posse Track. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I love that movie. I think it was hilarious. Anyway, I wanted to comment the lady who was going to learn how to change her own oil. Yes. Uh, I learned a male friend of mine decided I needed to learn how to do it. This was back in the 70s. So there was one, one evening he and I got under the car and undid the screw and did all the... I just got one, one, one caveat for that lady. Do not change your oil on a blustery, cold, wintry day. (laughs) The oil is is warm, but it gets all over you and everything else. Make sure the wind is calm and it's during the day. That's all I have to say. That's a good tip. (laughs) I know. Working on cars in the winter is... It hurts. It's painful. And especially if the wind's blowing. Yeah. (laughs) I can imagine. That that was not smart on our part. But I did learn how to change the oil. Good for you, Marsha. I I appreciate you sharing that. You know, it's learning something new is a it's a it's a leap. It's kind of a a, a jump. But whenever you do, you feel really good about yourself. Yes, you do. I also know how to drive a stick. I'm proud of that as well. All right, y'all take care. All right, thanks, Marsha. Thank you, you too. Let's go to Madison, Mississippi, and talk to Jackie. Jackie, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect today. Go ahead. I have a 2018 Subaru. I bought it brand new, and uh, we did buy the protection plan for the added service and all, and that expired at 30,000 miles. I've got about 36 on it now. Um, Do you recommend the uh, maintenance program plans for oil change? It seemed kind of pricey. It was $534 for 12 oil changes. I don't know. I mean, they they have a, like, 10 or 12-point um, inspection that goes with an oil change. So I don't know how much an oil change is if I just drove in to have that oil change now. But um, That's a pretty good price, and then you get an inspection too. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so I kind of like the idea of that. I guess it, it guarantees that you're going to them also right. for your oil right. change. And But there's also a, it was a $2,074 um, added ex, uh, protection plan for electronics. There's so many electronics in the cars these days that you really need more than a mechanic. You need a computer specialist, and um, the key itself is like $700 to replace. I mean, there's so many items on the new cars now. I, I did not go for... Um, for buying that, and 
Now, I, you know, I don't know what you feel about that. It seems like when you buy a new car and then you buy these extra added protections, you're betting against the vehicle you've researched and determined to be a good product. What I would do, if it were me, would go to carcomplaints.com. And look at what other problems people have had with the previous uh, Subaru, whether it's Outback or whatever it is that you have. Look at the previous years and see if they're known for having electrical problems. If they don't, you might not want to worry about it. As far as I know, I don't think they do, but it, so, it doesn't hurt to double check and so kind of see. Carcomplaints.com? Carcomplaints.com. And it's a wonderful, wonderful website. It's got reviews from individuals, but it also has uh, where people have reported to the government problems with their car. So it has NHTSA information. It also has recalls and technical service bulletins on your car that have been called. Um, so I would do a little research and see if it's necessary, if, if Subarus have a tendency to have electric, electronic problems or if the particular one that you're um, driving, if it if it's known for a little bit of problems, and then go from there. As far as I know, they don't, so I'd be reluctant. But with all this new stuff, you're right, and it's it's we still don't know how reliable all this stuff is going to be. So that's that's an interesting thing. So I'm, I'm really not sure whether I'd, whether I would do it or not myself. I don't know. I think it would depend also on how long that service lasts. Does it last to a hundred thousand miles? Is it is it is it unlimited? And and kind of make a decision based on that. Two thousand seventy four dollars for for four years or seventy five thousand miles. And we've already got thirty on it. We've owned it too. So that's two years for me. I wouldn't do that because yeah. if say you had a sensor that goes bad, I doubt it would cost anywhere near that to replace. Yeah. It might cost a lot, but it might. It, it, you know, that's that's something that we're going to start seeing here in the next few years, seeing the cost of these sensors and everything. Well, thanks well, for I calling. I usually avoid going to for oil changes to the dealership because they're so much more expensive. But don't other places who do all the change, don't they do like a 10 or 12 point check of your brakes and this and that and the other? I mean, they do. I might would trust the dealer a little bit more on that, on doing an inspection. Jackie, they take the we've time got we to. gotta go. Thanks for calling in. Hey, remember you can follow Allison on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as the Lady Auto Mechanic. We hope you'll join us next Thursday at ten AM for AutoCorrect. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 